0: Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Mike Banner and I'm an engineering manager within tech. Today, I'm going to be talking around how being a vulnerable manager, you can gain trust, knowledge and credibility, and how I expose my own flaws to improve my relationships with my colleagues. So when I first started taking the journey into people management within tech, I was overcome with a fear of needing to know everything. Obviously, this mindset is simply absurd because nobody at any level can possibly know everything. Um, sure, you get some people who are able to remember more and can push the boundaries of knowledge retention, but fundamentally, uh, most of us have knowledge black spots that can only be filled by learning from other people or articles and that kind of thing. The reason that I had this kind of mindset was down to what I could describe as the the, the new manager syndrome. So within this mindset, I simply wanted to appear uh, as super confident in, in everything that I did in order to gain credibility with my team, show that I understood everything that they were talking about and so that I could go into every perceived conversation that may arise uh, and talk confidently in, in, in that particular subject. This is in part down to the imposter syndrome that I've actually spoken about before on my blog. And for those who aren't aware, so imposter syndrome, also known as feeling like a fraud in the role, uh, is a terrible feeling to have, especially within like a position of management. So in a manager's role, obviously, you're meant to be there to support the team, to provide them with coaching and mentoring. Yet, with imposter syndrome, you often feel incapable of achieving any of those things. So, how did I go about solving this mindset and expose my vulnerabilities in order to gain this trust, knowledge and credibility that I'm talking about? So, for me, this came in two stages. So, the first stage is what I'd kind of say is like researching in the background, or probably a more common way of doing this is uh, what you call winging it. So at first, the easiest thing for me to do was to simply try and get through the conversations that I was having without making anybody aware that I wasn't entirely sure what was going on. So this was often resulted result of me having conversations with people around topics that I wasn't au okay fait on, but then taking the time to go away and learn around the knowledge gaps so I could come back more prepared and have the answers that people needed. This approach often meant that people that I was engaged with were completely unaware of the fact that I had these knowledge gaps. However, I would come back proficient enough to be able to hold conversations. Don't get me wrong. This is still an approach that can be useful, uh, but it does depend on the risks that are associated with it. So, for example, if I was mentioning uh, or something, if something was mentioned during like a simple conversation and you didn't fully understand the context of what was being discussed, you could, in theory, take that subject away and research it in your own time. This is often the case when you don't feel comfortable asking people to expand onto something because you don't want to come across as uh, feeling incompetent um, within like a particular subject. And this is something that you can obviously, uh, usually find during the early stages of building rapport. Um, so as a manager and from the example I'm trying to like dig into here, it was often the case when I kind of first made that step into like a more senior management role and um, obviously trying to build up rapport with my team. I didn't want to kind of go immediately into that role and sort of come across as like almost not, not knowing what I was doing, even though that wasn't the case in hindsight, obviously it, it can often feel that that particular way. However, on the on the converse, so like speaking about risks, so if the need for knowledge was underpinning a key decision that would impact some major technical or business requirements, then obviously this kind of approach just simply isn't feasible. The risks are, are too great there. So sort of going off and or maybe making decisions based on like very limited knowledge is probably not the best thing to do. Which fundamentally is what made me lean more towards the being vulnerable and just sort of accepting that risk being honest and more transparent with the team, with my bosses and everything else, which hand on heart I can say has actually changed my career and the outlook on on how I approach things. Um, so how how do we go about doing this? So the secondary stage, I call it sort of being vulnerable, uh, is a case of being true to yourself in front of others. So this means being honest about the fact that you might not know a particular thing, you might not have the experience in a particular domain, and understand this can be a pretty brave thing to do and for me this was quite a hard thing to overcome especially with that imposter syndrome being able to step outside that comfort zone and be honest that I don't sort of know something can be can be really tough and then when you combine that with the fact that your limbic system which is like the, the primal part of the brain which triggers that fight or flight emotion when that comes into play and wants to protect you from opportunities where you may feel attacked so this is a perfectly natural response to stressful situations where you, you want to protect yourself so why would you want to put yourself in harm's way so obviously back in the day so during like the primal years of humanity this would have been in response to threats posed by predators which could include animals or even other humans in, in different tribes um, and stuff but in modern times this has kind of moved into the realms of being able to protect yourself from potential emotional trauma stress and anxiety on whatever level that may be so for example if you consider yourself doing a public speech um, those things can rapidly come into play as well because you're Uh, exposing your vulnerabilities, Um, you maybe hate public speaking, you don't like speaking in front of a crowd and putting yourself out there can obviously trigger these kind of emotions to come to the forefront and overcoming this emotion uh, to simply shy away can be quite difficult so what I can say is I guarantee that you will actually reap a lot of rewards by being vulnerable by being true to yourself and opening up and exposing some of those vulnerabilities to your leaders to your peers or even your direct reports if you're a manager You're actually enabling a few things to happen. Firstly and foremostly, you're showing that you're human and that this is okay. So we shouldn't need to be reminded that we're all human, um, but it's often something that can be overlooked, especially in a professional scenario where we can easily turn into robots and fail to acknowledge this simple fact, as as silly as it may sound. By exposing these vulnerabilities, whether that's through lack of experience or knowledge in a particular area, we're letting other people know that um, you're just like everybody else. So from experience, um, I find this especially true in like a management scenario or management context whereby the relationship between the manager and direct reports can often feel slightly intimidating at first as you try and work each other out. So by exposing these vulnerabilities, you're kind of letting people know within your team that it's okay to not know everything and they can understand your weaknesses and hopefully build on them and provide an element of, of support moving forwards. And moving on from that, so speaking around like humans and humanity... It also helps build connections. So being vulnerable is presenting what I describe as being like the authentic you. At the end of the day, we're all human beings who operate on social interactions uh, with other humans. So often in different ways. If you think around like introverts and extroverts, we have our different like needs and and requirements in that in that sense. But fundamentally, we're still social animals and we need that interaction in, in some shape or form. So it comes by no surprise that by exposing your vulnerability, you can actually present that authentic view that can actually help resonate with other people so putting this into context if you are in a particular situation where you find somebody is like telling stories and sort of elaborating all these fancy things that they might have done um if you take this particular scenario like more often than not you can see through people who are um talking a load of rubbish so if someone being inauthentic there's something that kind of like sits within your gut which just tells you yeah this person just isn't being the truth self the kind of um, maybe giving them some like self-inflated importance or kind of trying to brag about things which have probably been exaggerated just to purely get likes and, and sort of more interest around them. Whereas the people who are true to themselves and, and being authentic, which doesn't always have to come down to exposing to vulnerabilities, it could be like doing other things around like just sort of opening up and talking more about the personal life. Uh, but given this obviously we're talking about vulnerabilities today uh, is a great way to show that authentic self and it's you're not just a facade you're not just somebody who comes in and is expected to be that robot who seemingly knows everything when in reality you can't do Uh, and then say thirdly but like by no means last uh, it's showing that you want to learn as well so by again by exposing the vulnerabilities you're demonstrating that desire to learn something new If you stay quiet and don't mention that you have never had an experience in something uh, or you don't know a particular skill set, like a programming language or paradigm, that kind of thing, then you're never going to be presented that opportunity or as many opportunities to work with people who have got those experiences under their belt. So by exposing them and being honest and open about them presents you with a ripe opportunity to lean on the people who've got a large amount of time invested in a particular skill set and like really, really take the opportunity to learn from them, and that is such a massively powerful thing you can do as part of career progression and self improvement and building on that growth mindset. That um, is something that I'm like I'm, I'm really passionate about with with the kind of the people I work with in my team or mentor externally to work is trying to instill this notion of being in control of like one's own uh, growth and being able to like tap into the areas where you can improve and being true to yourself in order to kind of open up those opportunities. Um, So yeah, that's kind of like what I wanted to cover today. Um, This is kind of like stemmed from some recent feedback that I've received from both internal and external to work around me being open and honest as a leader within the industry Uh, has prompted people to be a bit more honest with themselves and actually approach me on certain situations uh, around certain things, which has been like really good to see. And I think for me that is like a clear indication that by taking this approach, it's not only helped myself in terms of my own growth and my confidence in terms of opening up and sort of laying my vulnerabilities on the table in order to uh, seek opportunities to to improve myself, but then also it's given people the confidence, like within like the wider community within my team as well, to approach me and feel confident and comfortable enough to expose their own vulnerabilities, which has fundamentally led to uh setting like sort of like clearer objectives within their kind of like review cycles and stuff to really grow as an individual and work towards like a um a stronger uh, career path and that kind of stuff um so yeah that is that concludes what I want to talk about today uh, this is actually the the first podcast that I've done I don't know the frequency that I'm going to be doing these but I just wanted to kind of get something done get it down speak it uh, I've also put a blog post together which uh, is almost like a, a word for word transcript of this uh, and i'll post that on there if you like this then obviously let me know if you thought it was good if you've got any sort of contrasting opinions or any other experiences uh, from yourself i'd love to hear them as well uh, and then likewise if there's anything that you kind of feel would be good for me to speak about as a topic then please do give me some suggestions i'm i'm pretty um, keen to talk around things like leadership styles um differences like team performance models and uh, even things around like mental health are the, the kind of like some of the, the main things which I, I, I'm I'm passionate about. Now obviously I do kind of like look into like the, the wider tech side of things as well. So if there's anything that's tech specific then people can reach out and suggest them as well. Um so yeah so my name is Mike Banner. I hope you enjoyed that and uh, listen in next time